This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a toddler son and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys and another on the way. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, am I doing this right? When we're torn over how to react to our kids' poor behavior. Plus, Biz experiences the power of the Target shout-out, and Teresa isn't paying attention. Woo! How are you, Teresa? <laughs> it's beginning to look like you're having a baby. I was um, <laughs> I was clomping up the stairs to, uh, I'm wearing clogs today, too, right. which doesn't help, no. up the stairs to the uh, preschool director's office, which is where I love to pee in the morning when I'm like, it, I'm like drop off the kid <laughs> and I have to make it to work. I have yeah. to pee somewhere in between. So oh, it's yeah. going to be at the preschool. So I go up there, and she always just, like, laughs at me when she sees me come in because she knows what the deal is. Yeah. This morning she was like, I thought it was, oh, I was thinking it was Dennis. You're, I guess you're getting bigger and heavier, heavier and heavier every day. Oh, my God. And I was God. like, <laughs> I, was like yes. I went, oh, that's always nice to hear. Thanks. And I went into the bathroom. And, Slam. And then when I'm going to shit up your toilet and make it a miserable place for you to be. Oh, it was so funny. And then I came back out and she totally apologized. Oh, good. And I was like, don't worry about it. Because I don't actually care. Right. Like, I know it's just, like she's had two kids. She yeah. knows. But yeah. like, it's just funny. It's just funny. It's funny. It's funny. What we think is an appropriate thing to say to yes. somebody else. While it may not be. Yes. So kudos to her for acknowledging that yeah. the moment you went into the room and then following up. And then up. was like, actually, maybe somebody doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm just like, I'm, I don't know if it's like a pre, pre-baby mm. um, uh, zone that I'm in right now, but like, I'm, I've never felt this like stress over like, giving my two kids equal attention mm. before and now all of a sudden I'm like hyper aware of it oh, and I think it's also because we're like talking about the baby a lot the baby has a name now yeah. like some sometimes the kids can't really sit on my lap or they're or I say ow you're too close yeah you know me, like Curtis is here Curtis right. is here right now you can't be here right now right, you know right. what I mean um and I'm like and it's I don't know. It's a really weird feeling. It's neither here nor there. I don't have like a good point to it. Yeah. It's just that all of a sudden I'm like, okay, like how do I make sure like each child feels yeah. like continues to feel that they have like a special bond with me and right. that I'm paying attention to them like that. I, you know what I mean? No, like, I do. I, it's really because I think about I with Katie Bell in particular, it's really easy for me to set higher expectations or what I call basically dismissing mm, her needs a right. little because you're Ellis like, you're fine. Yeah, you're, you're fine. fine. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Ellis gets to sit next to me. Yeah. Ellis gets to sit on, right. you know, like whatever. Or you're too big to right. carry. And yeah. like I do catch myself and wonder sometimes, am I wording that well? Am I, you know, am I? And how I'm wording it, is that being, like, super dismissive? Should I be carving out more time to make special time? It's hard. And it's to have really yours hard. so close together, too, in age. Yeah. Uh, just for anybody who's decided today is the first day you should listen to the show, uh, Simon and Oscar were, like, two years. Two years and three months apart. Yeah. yeah. And five and three, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, like, a that's still pretty needy and like and you got another baby coming and they're aware yeah it just like when you said 
Curtis is here right now. Yeah. Like in, as in terms of he's already taking my lap. Yeah. And it's going to be, you're right. He's uh, already like using my body yeah. in a way that, you know, yeah. prevents me from being able to do stuff I right. would normally do. And like, I think another part of it is just that, um, I've often fallen into that as well with like the older one usually has been more independent mm-hmm. and like needed me less, at least like physically yeah. and emotionally, like needed me less. Like I'm still doing a lot of well, stuff sure. for him. But like Oscar, my younger one, has always been more like physically on my body yeah. all the time. Yeah. And like um, recently, like my older one has been going through some stuff yeah. that has like required more attention there. And I'll like find myself noticing like I haven't even like said two words to Oscar in like two hours and he's just been like off playing or whatever yeah. which is in, in in a way it's totally fine yeah. but it's really disorienting it's like right. really like um is this okay like yeah. is everyone okay and then like I'm thinking about this like baby that's coming and it's yeah. just like I'm having a little bit of that like okay like um is everybody accounted for right thing right well and I think there's some like, in our constant and by our, lots of times I mean just me, mm-hmm. <laughs> my struggle to, uh, like, still claim some identity or figure out who I'm sort of becoming as, right. I, as I exit right. this, you know, There's also phase. me. Yeah. There's also you. Yeah. And, like, my guilt of should I be claiming, what should I be claiming for myself right. versus... Yeah. What should I be giving emotionally to my kids I know. that doesn't then cross the line of taking care of every minute of right. their day? Totally. Yeah, I mean, no one in this booth is saying we're responsible for our children's constant, continuous entertainment and yeah. enjoyment. But that doesn't also mean that I don't want to take responsibility for making sure my kids get the time they need with me. Right. right. And then, but, but, it all circles back to, I also need the time. You know what I mean? Right. So that's like, I think it's just, I'm just saying all that because that is a hard place to be and good job for even thinking about it. Oh, thanks. Because that's hard. I mean, it's hard to think you're pregnant. Yeah. And you've got like two little kids and yourself and your partner and work. I mean, like, it's hard sometimes to catch those moments that you want to be aware of. So good job. Thanks. I no solution to any of that. No, just no. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have a list of things I'm aware of <laughs> that cannot fix today. <laughs> I like that. That's How are good. you? I'm good, guys. I had the most powerful moment in a Target. Oh. Okay. So last week, we're going to do uh, get some Secret Santa gifts. Not Secret Santa. That's wrong. Uh, sort of like a toy for tot sort of thing. So, oh, uh, uh-huh. uh, two different places uh, that my kids go are doing toy drives. So Katie Bell's definitely old enough to understand the concept of going to get toys for others. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about that a lot. Ellis, not so much. But mm-hmm. whatever. We go to Target all the time. Right. And we don't leave with stuff. All the time. Uh-huh, right. right. So I've said we're going to get toys. It's just like if we're going to somebody's birthday party. We're going to get presents for right. some other kids. Yep. We're not getting anything. Okay. I've said this. Yes. We're not getting anything. Okay. It's like 3 in the afternoon or 3.30. Uh-huh. Uh, we get to Target and Ellis wants something. Uh-huh. And I say <laughs> we're not getting anything. Yeah. And it starts right away. Right. I mean. The meltdown. Oh. The screaming. Oh, full, like, full tantrum. Like, not just, like, whining. Not just whining. Full. It goes from, I want it, Uh and we're not getting toys for us today, Uh 
to, I mean, you know, like those air horns that somebody yeah. went, Burr. Yep. okay, we're at that pitch, and I still have to get these toys. Oh, yeah. We're not leaving time. No, I've you just, still have to do it. He's kicking. Yeah. He's in the cart. He's kicking. He's doing the very traditional, I want a toy. Yeah. I know that some of you guys are listening on headphones, so I'm really trying to contain myself. Yeah, yeah. It's so shrill. There's so much kicking. Yeah. There's so much screaming. And I just, like, steal myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to get these three other toys. We have mm-hmm. my budget. I know how much I'm getting. I grab these toys with Katie Bell, and we start heading back to the checkout mm-hmm. aisle. This is not my normal target. The toy aisle is on the oh, farthest no. side of this oh, warehouse no. side target. No. And here we go. We're walking, and Ellis is screaming, siren, yeah. air horn level screaming. The kind of screaming that by the time you reach an aisle, people are already looking. They're ready. People are They're already waiting for to you to go past. Yeah. Where this noise. And I'm just like mantra style repeating, you're okay, but we're not getting a toy today. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. We're not getting a toy today. Yeah. And I'm, I'm saying like so zen. Yeah. He's not coming down. Yeah. We're not calming down. Right. But I am resolute. Yeah. But I am not, we're yeah. not getting a toy. Yeah. This is a You've clear already said example that. Yeah. Of I am not rewarding yeah. this behavior. This would be but I'm like going to the... punish this behavior. No, no. no. I'm just going to try and call. You're doing calls. such a good job. Oh so my God. Okay. We get to the, che- I picked like the farthest checkout aisle. Yeah. There's only one other person there. Yeah. He's screaming, guys. Yeah. Never, it's so. High pitched. Think of every horrible plane you've ever been on. Yeah. Like right with the scary. Okay. Do we have tears happening? Oh, there's too? crying. He's okay. kicking and get me out of the cart. And I'm like, baby, I can't take you out of the cart. What are you gonna do if I take you out of the cart? Yeah. Go get a toy. Yeah. I'm like, well, I can't take you out of the cart. You're gonna hurt yourself. You have to stay. Yeah. I know that if I take him out, he's gonna kick me. He's gonna right. be flailing. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. So we're in the cart. Katie Bell's being super awesome. I'm standing there, and he's again. I'm just standing there with a child who's like siren screaming. Yes. The woman who's checking me out like has this total glazed over look, right? Of yeah. just like this is the worst, right? Yeah. And suddenly for her because she has to well, listen right now, to but it. She, she just this, but wait, we're gonna get to okay. this. She has this look of like I don't know how many kids she's seen come okay. through here, right? Yeah. I suddenly feel that there are two people behind me, and it's uh-huh. like a older mom and her older daughter, right? Like okay. A teenager, and she said, yeah. "I was like, you know." Can't have a toy today is what I say. And she goes, we picked your aisle because I told my daughter, I bet this one goes real fast. And no (laughs) one's going to want to stand behind that woman and that child. And I said, you're right. Well, that's so nice. And we're all like smiling. That's funny. So we're standing there and we get through. And again, I'm just mantraing him. We're not getting a toy. We're not getting a toy. We're paying. We're not getting a toy. Blah, 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 blah. We do the whole thing. And the woman behind the counter goes, you are doing a really good job. She just says, you are doing, you are a really good parent, right? And like, Ellis is still screaming. Everybody's looking. I mean, don't, I, mean, oh, I, yeah. I need to really emphasize. No, no, we, yeah, I'm Everybody's there. looking. And yeah. as I start to push him now out and do the long walk to get out of the store past all the aisles. Right, right. Checkers and other people start yelling out, you are really, you are a good mom. Like, people really? are like saying, good job and way to go. And like, Good mom and like all this stuff because I'm just like I'm not yeah I don't I, it was just like yeah it was so because you were because I was just sticking yeah. to it with yeah. this kid who's screaming and yeah. I wasn't panicking and I wasn't yeah. yelling and I yeah. wasn't doing anything I was just like this is where we are yeah. and people are like smiling it was so wow. amazing because I was Christmas. so <laughs> off put by his yelling I mean that's yeah, just yeah. it is that you want and like we got to get out we didn't yeah. leave the parking lot for thirty minutes it yeah took forever to get him to calm down right it's not like you are actually fine with him. Right. Right. I'm like, horrible. In, I'm inside. This is 
awful. It's the worst. Yeah, it's, it's awful. fucking sucks. Yeah, and we've got to sit yeah. in the parking lot, and like he's in my lap, and like yeah. But like the two things I wanted to point out about this was one, the the response of people mm-hmm. just smiling mm-hmm. or laughing, uh, like with me, right, right, or yeah. just saying, "Good mom, you know, you're doing a good job," things like that was so powerful in keeping mm. me calm. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I think we talk about it on the show all the time, but we don't always get to experience it. Or, yeah. You know, like you, you you talk about like, oh, maybe every day somebody's like, good job. But they right. aren't. No. And uh, there have been lots of Target meltdowns where no one has said two things to me. Right. So I just, like, that was so powerful. And then also doing this show and being part of this community uh, for this, all oh, we're coming up now on four years almost, is really helped me as soon as that tantrum started Mm -hmm. to know I wasn't alone. Other people have been through this. Mm -hmm. I can stay calm. I can focus on helping him. And I can also get this task done that I need to do. And like, so I want to say thank you to everybody and to you and uh, Teresa. And just, it was such a benefit of sort of talking like we talk every, every week. Yeah. Just allowed me to know I wasn't doing something wrong yeah right anyway so i just you know i just want to give a shout out to everybody and remind everybody especially during this very tense time i can't tell you how many people i've passed since then in the store being like well i know that you want that you can put it on your list or Mm -hmm. you you know like every kid is like toy crazy right now yeah just it's really intense right now you're all doing a good job yeah good job you guys and good job biz thank you uh, this ties in very well, though, because this was a behavioral thing mm, that happened yeah, that had yeah. a clear, defined right. like, reaction from me that I needed to do, right. uh, which is not always the case, I feel, yeah. with my children. Yeah. So that's why we're going to talk about today, am I doing the right thing? <laughs> Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Am I doing the right thing? No. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, this is like one of those topics that like I feel is could be defined in a million ways. So I want to try and hone it in to mm-hmm. like kind of keep us on a little on focus of like mm-hmm. what we're trying to get at today. Mm-hmm. But I feel that and maybe I'm more aware of it with two kids uh, than I was when I just had the like one when I just had Katie Bell. Um, it's I find myself stuck in the middle a lot on how I'm supposed to be reacting to what one of my kids is doing in the sense of, is this developmental? Should I like back off because it's developmental and not try and fix this or like, you know, uh, punish or sort of redirect my child in what he or she is doing versus, oh, this is bad behavior mm-hmm. and I need to put a stop to this or help guide them. So I, I feel like the best I can do to get us started is give an example. Mm-hmm. So um, let's use Ellis first. And Ellis, for example, I want a toy after I've already set up. You can't have a toy. Mm-hmm. Very clear. I know what to do. We're not having a toy. Right. It's time to leave the park. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. We're leaving the park. Yelling or not yelling, right? Yeah. That's clear to me yeah. what that is. Yeah. 
But like, let's say because you make your life so much harder and his life harder if you don't stick to those things. Like if you create a scenario where if they flip out because they don't want the same thing you want, then you cave to that. Right. Then you constantly create this like unknown. Anything can happen. Right. And I feel like it's everything very clear, especially when it comes to like food things or we have to go somewhere things like things that are like we actually have to do this and my child needs to learn that you know five cupcakes is not okay or you know hiding candy in my room is not not me my candy doll was a whole hiding candy thing recently um and we have to leave it's time to go i feel like those are all super clear because there's such a black and white line of you know yes and it's a bad lesson to teach your kid right but then there's something like I find myself in the situations where am I instinctually saying no to something that maybe I shouldn't be saying no to? Or is this developmental versus a I want one more cupcake? And that example, a good example would be the kids have been taking baths together recently after mm-hmm. dinner, which is great. And Ellis likes to sit in the front half of the tub. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Katie Bell sits in the back half of the tub. Mm-hmm. Katie Bell occasionally wants to sit. Yeah. In the front half of the tub. Yep. But Ellis finds this very difficult to transition through. Okay. He real like it get really yeah, upset. That's his him. spot. That's yeah. his spot. Yeah. And I sit there and I think, okay, is this one like this is yeah. where I get caught. Like, is this a developmental thing? I know that three year olds, like this is all about control. Like they yeah. need this control. That's where tantrums come from. Is this one of those things where he needs the routine of always sitting in the same place to have a successful bath, to have mm-hmm. a successful night? Uh, is this like a routine developmental thing? Yeah. Right? Where I should be like, oh, Katie Bell, we're just going to have to fuck yeah. it. You're going to need to sit in the back. If, Ellis, yeah. if I offer him the choice to sit in the other end yeah. and he says no, do I just let that go? Right. 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 Yep. Or, you know, is this some weird like, you like, will you sit in the back. You need to learn. <laughs> yeah. We will do this every night until it's not a battle. Right. right. Or am yeah. I giving in? Right. To the will of my three-year-old, right. heaven right. forbid, a person right. in my house gets to make some choices for themselves. Right. So for me, that is a clear example. And there's so many of those. Yeah. And when I'm really tired, I find I feel like most of my power struggles with Ellis are in places where it's not the clear cupcake line. Right. It's the weird, like, middle, like, sitting in the... Am I disrupting a routine or something that he needs structure-wise, mm. but I don't want to fucking recognize right like so so that's my example of that does that am i saying yeah no i totally get that like i mean that's um and it makes me think of like so many things so i'm trying i'm gonna try to like focus um like my response to that but like i i've been in very similar situations with my kids and i think like a couple things it makes me think of is like it's not just a question of you're not really sure what is the right way to react? You're talking about situations where the stakes are actually not that high. Yeah, okay. And that's part of why it's hard. Oh, because that's a good you're point. like, it's not we're leaving the park. Exactly. It's, it's like, is it really, does it really matter if yeah. I let him always have the good spot in the tub? Right. Or like, if I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's actually, it's one of those things where it's like, how many things can you control? Right. Like how many like it's a choose your battles type yeah. thing. But like but what but but I totally get the like is this okay that I'm letting this one slide or like do I really like is it more about the lesson than the actual thing right. like circumstances like do I need to teach him that like 
when it's a sister's turn, it's a sister's turn right. and that's just final. Or is it just kind of, like, do you know what I'm saying? Well, like, that's why the developmental thing <clears throat> kicks in because I sit there and I think, <laughs> I want to be respectful of all the yeah. developmental steps. And I sit there and like one of the things they tell Katie Bell when we're in a situation like that, uh-huh. like the bathtub situation, yeah. is I say, you know what, right now at his age, uh-huh. he he needs to feel like he's got some control over stuff yeah. and uh, he needs the security of habit of, uh-huh. of routine and sitting here makes him you know feel in control yeah. and safe in the tub and we should allow him to feel that way huh. in this situation yeah because like in the car we do take turns of listening to music and if ellis wants a song twice too bad it is your sister's turn right. and and so but that's also because in the car yeah. they're strapped in well, like, right. do you know what I mean? Like, uh, there's yeah. a little bit of like, you can scream all you, you want, want, but, you but can't do it in the bathtub, yeah. if he has a meltdown, right. kids it's can dangerous. get hurt, kids are slipping and falling, right. you're getting wet, you're like, seriously, I'm not going to have a fight in the bath right now. Like, right. And do you know what I mean? No, so yeah. I, get, I get like picking, the picking battle. and choosing. Yeah. Right. And so I guess, because I guess for me, the, again, I keep going back to the like, is the developmental, am I correct? in acknowledging the developmental at this age. Because I do feel like I don't want to set up a situation where Katie Bell constantly gets the second choice, right? Right. And Ellis will be a kid who always got the which is why I try and do these other things. Right, right. But, like, developmentally, I sit there and I wonder, like, is that valid? Is that like a valid thing? I or am mean, I, I mean, am I, because like there are all these things where people are like, oh, you know, toddlers don't force them to eat all their food because right. developmentally their mouth, their palate's not the same and they need to have this control. Like, people are right. always talking about fucking control but for toddlers. Well, but that <laughs> is like, I mean, I think, yes, I agree. And like, I, I mean, I agree there, a lot of it is developmental to the point where, Pretty much anything could be categorized as developmental. Like right. none of our kids are like out with an evil vendetta right. or like have like <laughs> bad intentions. Like I don't, know. I don't know, evil twin, good twin. I, I don't mean, know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this isn't like Chucky or whatever. Right, it's like the it's kind of all. Deve- I mean, outside of like I guess bad habits, maybe that we could be mm-hmm. setting up in our homes, like which is totally. And I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that in a judgmental way. We all have bad habits that we oh, set yeah. up in our homes. That kid's going to be drinking a like, bottle until he's 18. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, I mean, most of the stuff we're struggling with is developmental. And like, most of it is just, I think, a question of like, what is the best way to deal mm. with this? Like, it doesn't mean that you can't correct them or like talk through like a behavior that isn't because even if it's developmental right. it can still be a really big problem for that's you. true like, you know what that is it doesn't 100% make true. it it doesn't mean you that. like reinforce you know you're not going to like necessarily reinforce well he needs control right now that's developmental so therefore he gets control over everything i mean that right. doesn't make sense yeah. for life like right. that just doesn't work <laughs> <True>. um <laughs> so like yeah so like i i feel like um i feel like it's like I, my perception is that you're doing the same stuff that I'm trying to do, which is like just being understanding mm. of the stuff that they're doing. Like th- knowing that something is developmental for me doesn't tell me whether or not I should like Step correct in, it or, or punish it yeah. or handle it in a in a specific way. It just means I 
I am approaching it with an amount of understanding. Mm. Like I'm in a, I'm approaching it with an amount of like acceptance that this is like normal right. and like what's the best way to deal with it. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying because it's interesting because I sit there and I think about like when I think about like, the bathtub, right? Like versus the toy at Target. The toy at Target, again, it's so clear it's to me that yeah. like he's got to learn that yeah. this reaction doesn't get yes. a reward. Yes. However, there are times where when he's having a bad reaction and I've said you can't have anything else to eat, I mm-hmm. realize maybe the kid just needs something else to eat and this will sure. really help. And it's not a cupcake. It's something healthy or whatever. Um but I think about like, the bathtub thing. I think, all right, well, I know this won't be for the rest of his life that he gets the front half of the tub. Exactly. But developmentally, that's a really big concept for him to try and process. Uh-huh. Is it better for me to let him have this control, you know, to, to like say, no, this is yeah. where your sides are, yeah. knowing that six months from now or a year from now, introducing the idea of of taking turns in this particular situation yeah. is more appropriate. I think that well, yeah, and I think that's also why I think when you when you when you started this conversation, you said maybe I'm more aware of this yeah. dynamic with two. I think what you're, I don't think it's I don't think it's this this because I think all parents are constantly questioning. Yes, Did I react to this yeah. right? You know, like no matter what, no matter how many kids you have. But I think what what you're noticing about having two kids, which I notice about my two kids, is like. We're handling things differently yeah. with the two kids because the two kids are different, different and we're different. Yeah. So it's like we're just uh, a shell of the parent we were with well, them. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I think it actually makes you in some cases it makes you more sure because mm. you're like, I did this before. I know how it works. Yeah. But then in other cases, it makes you way less sure because yeah. you're like, well, this worked with my other kid. It's not working with this one. Is that because why is that? Like, am I doing the wrong thing? Did I do the wrong thing before? Right. Should I ch-? You know, it's like. There's there's a lot of that like inner questioning. Well, you never know until a year to twenty years down the road of whatever you're doing. You might not ever. And you know. might never know. Yeah. And it could be a million other influences right. that like come in. But like Katie Bell's so keenly aware right now of the idea of giving and you know, where last year I was freaking out uh-huh. that she was gonna be a spoiled, miserable monster for the rest of her life because right. she couldn't understand kids needing toys. Totally. And I'm like, oh, developmentally, was I like trying to force this concept upon her before she just was ready to comprehend it? That's Uh, like, it's the same with like politeness things. Like, I feel like um, I don't care what Oscar says or does to strangers or to people he hasn't seen in a while or or even friends at school. Like, he's three. Like, he might just give somebody a weird look when we first get there. And I know they'll be playing later and it's fine. Right. Um, But like now with Simon, you know, he's five, almost five and a half. And like, I feel like if something, if there's a weird interaction or like a friend says hi and he doesn't answer or like some kind of something, like, I mean, there's just so many situations where I'm like, oh my God, like I'm starting to feel like this reflects on us. Right. and, And also I'm like wanting to explain to him, like you need to do this stuff so other people continue to want to say hi to you. Yeah. Like it, like weird things like that where I'm like, that <laughs> I don't know if it, I assume it's partially developmental, yeah. partially like his personality. Right. And like, and, but it's also like, um, you know, there's certain things where like certain relatives will be at the house and like expect that like he's gonna like and this is a polite this is right. politeness. Like he'll sit at the table while we eat. Which yeah. like 
sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. And that is one of the battles that I don't choose to have right. a thing about because that's, for me, that's not. I don't want him sitting there. He's not going to be at a business dinner in his 20s and be like, hey, guys, I'm going to yeah. go play pinball while you guys exactly. finish eating. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, like, maybe. <laughs> well, he could. But, like, but but yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like, those, the, I think the politeness things yeah. for me are the ones where I really struggle with, like, I mean. How much should I, I do? I'm not going to, like, shame him about it. Right. But, like, I, do we need to be, like, practicing? And do I need to be, you know what I mean? Like, no, how I Im- exactly. Like, how important is it that I, like, really talk about this all the time? Or is it just going to come when it comes, if it comes? Like, well, for me, that's one of those, like. You set an example, yeah, and you step and you up, hope, and you hug, you and you talk about. It. I mean, like we set examples and we talk yeah. about it. I mean, you know, we do talk about it all the time in our house, but, uh, but at the same time, the expectation of it kicking in sometimes doesn't kick in till much later, right. right? Like, I remember being, you know, eleven and standing quietly while my mother talked to an adult, yeah, right? because the expectation was that's what you're going to do, right? But I'm sure I didn't at five. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Even though I'm sure my mother was telling me at five to do that, right? right? Yeah. So, but I, I want to talk about because we're the politeness. This whole thing, especially as the kids get older, this hits a nerve for me in terms of I'm in the middle of what I should do. Of should I be stepping in on something that I'm seeing Katie Bell do mm-hmm. that I want to step in because I want her to be a polite, respectful person in the world? Uh-huh. Okay, here's my example. Here's my example. Okay. Okay. So we have a pinball machine, and uh, Katie Bell loves playing the pinball machine, and it broke, and the pinball guy comes out uh-huh. and fixes the machine. And he got there before I had gotten home, but Katie Bell was home with the sitter. So, of course, Katie Bell's out there head in the pinball machine. Uh-huh. Well, he's got it up, and yeah. he's working on it, and she's asking... All these questions. Yeah. And she wants to know a lot about it. And, of course, she's also inciting her opinion and facts Uh about, you know, the pinball machine. Yeah. And the guy says to me, uh, she's really something. Right? Uh And it's one of those things where you're like, is he saying she's really something? Yeah. Or is he saying your kid needs to back? Yeah, get her out of here. And, uh, of course— my maternal instinct is damn right she is. Yeah. You know, like, don't you, I'm going to take option A as to what I think that means. Right. But then I'm sitting there like wrestling with, if I tell her to leave or if I tell her to stop asking so many questions yeah. while he's trying to get his job done or if I tell her not to engage with other adults, mm-hmm. am I telling her that her desire to voice her opinion, to ask questions, to be assertive um, with what she wants to know is a bad thing. Now, this mm. is like some like social feminist issues of mine that, yeah, that yeah. come up as I, as I watch her grow up. Like, am I inherently teaching? I am torn between when are the times should I be teaching politeness yeah. and when am I possibly turning her into a kid oh. who doesn't raise her hand in class anymore. Right, right, right. Right? So or like, like or like that that thing that we worry about with girls which is like the most important thing is that other people like you and right. that pe- you know you're making people feel socially at ease. Like Right. Like I'm torn. Yeah. Should I be proud that my kid yeah. wants to try and understand this pinball machine? Right. At, versus should I be proud that my kid is respectful of somebody doing their job? And like, yeah. is it disrespectful? Is it not disrespectful what she's doing? Right. And so, like, it was one of those moments where I'm watching it happen. Yeah. And I'm, like, kind of frozen, sort of like the tub scene where I'm like, 
should I push this? Right. Should I say should I say something in front of this guy? Should I not? Yeah. She's old enough now where and she's been old enough now. Yeah. Like when you have a toddler and somebody says something, it's kind of easy to make some like jokey things right, about right, right. your kid and like right. blah blah blah. But that's not okay no, no, anymore. No. She yeah. hears that. Yeah. Um so I that's I mean, another middle area that I feel stuck in in between disciplining or or trying not and disciplining is the wrong word, but like Trying, intervening, intervening, stopping her, trying to get doing, her to yeah. do it differently. Yeah. Versus, am I squashing something that she? And this would be true of Ellis too, you know. Though, I, but I do think that if it was Ellis, I do wonder if it was like a boy standing there, like oh, asking all about the inner workings. Would it be? Would the guy have responded differently? Interesting. Would he have taught her? Would he have found it less annoying and more adorable? Yeah, adorable. Yeah. Interesting. And so I don't. It's just another middle ground I'm stuck in. Well, yeah, that's so that's almost exactly the same situation that I find myself in pretty much every week at Trader Joe's with Simon because Simon will climb one checker at some point allowed him to climb up into like the little spot (laughs) right like it's like on the it's essentially like on their little like workspace where they get the food from the cart and they like put it through the scanner talking about and they let him sit there it's right by the little bell that they ring Mm -hmm. and they let him sit there and so now he just goes there every time and he immediately tries to become best friends with the person and wants to talk about all the food and wants to talk about what he's doing that day and something that happened at school and blah 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 yeah and some of them are think it's fun and cute yeah and other ones are a little bit like wow you're totally in my way like you know what I mean like they don't say that but you can just see it in their eyes and like I think that it's it's it is a really tough spot to be in because especially like, well, the ones where you can see nobody's enjoying it. Right. I just p- get them out of there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And that's fine. But like the ones where they're being nice and you can't really tell yeah. that's like part of their job to be nice. I usually do like because I'm my feeling is that I'm trying to teach him how to be a person in the world. And right. like that, like making chat, like chatting with the people is a thing that we do. Yeah. And that's good. And that's great. But, like, getting up in their zone physically is, like, taking it a step too far. And so what I will do is I will just say, you know what? Maybe they don't want you right there because you're kind of right where they're trying to work. And usually if they honestly don't care, they'll say, he's totally fine. You can leave him there. And then I go, okay, they they said it was okay. So great. But it's, like, I I think that... um, like, there has to be a happy medium. Yeah. Because I know I'm talking about a boy, too, which right. is, like, a different kind of thing, like, than what you're talking about with this issue of, like, raising girls to be polite, which we want to, like, right. be um, really... Mindful of. Yeah, mindful is, about. Yeah. But I think that there's got to be, that like, something where you can, like, reinforce, yeah. um, you know... These are amazing questions. Let's make sure that he has space to get his work done. Yeah, or you know something. What? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> your wording is so spot on, and it makes me feel so guilty. Because why? well, here's why. Don't feel guilty. No, not in a bad way. No. I mean, you're not doing. I just but, but when I think about like what I've done, like in that situation, uh-huh. like my responses, and it's just my personality mm-hmm. of like make the joke, make the you know like yeah. Kate Bell, get back. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything. I'm a sitcom mom from 1970s. And this is like, <laughs> and this won't scar her for life, but I do these over the top responses all the time. And like, 
And because I usually I'm so tired, it's the and it's never like a get back. No. It's, but it's like get back. You gotta get out of his way well, so the man can do his work. But, but that's like, the same. I mean, that's not that different from what I said. No, I mean, but I think, but but it's also good to hear it because I think that it. What I often learn from you is good wording. Um, (laughs) But it's very good to say, and she and I do try and talk about this sometimes afterwards. Like, I'm a big believer in once I realize I may have been doing something the opposite direction of what I wanted to do as a parent, Uh Katie old enough for me to circle back with her uh, in a way. So I can say, you know, I'm excited that you're interested in learning about the pinball machine, but I, I need you to be safe by standing back in case this falls. Mm-hmm. If he needs to see, you know, what he needs to do, he can't do that if your head is literally yeah. in the machine. Yeah. Um, and so I, th- I think saying something like, your behavior is correct, mm-hmm. but but this other element needs to be adjusted is the way to go. Like, that's a very, I feel like that gives me power to say, okay, we get to do bo- both. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, like nothing you're doing is wrong. Is like, wrong. Yeah, yeah. But we also... But let me show you how to do it. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I think that that's, but I think that's like what I'm struggling with. Obviously, this is one of those uh, discussions we're having that's just, here's the thing we're struggling with. Yeah, parents, yeah. Is like wanting to teach them the 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 respectful way that we as a society have all agreed that we're going to function, yeah, right. Yeah. Even though that evolves, yeah. right, and we're evolving in how we, you know, we don't want girls to, you know, smile and put themselves in dangerous situations by being nice to everyone, yeah, right. Trust their instincts, all that stuff. We want them to do. So we're evolving as a society, but that doesn't mean we have we can't be respectful. You know, like when being respectful of people yeah. became a fucking burden, right? It has just it, it keeps me up yeah. at night. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we need and we need to teach our our boys to be respectful yes. too. Right, like, both. everybody needs to be respectful. respectful. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a big deal, right? Yeah, but <laughs> like, so I, I, it is one of those things that I struggle with. Uh, and you said it earlier; it is a reflection on us. And we've talked about this on the show before. Where like, should should we care if it's a reflection on us? Yeah, I think we should. I yeah. think a little bit, like. We're how all, can you not? How can you not? I mean, it's, 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 that's like so inherent in right? like having children, right. raising children. It's and like, so like the struggle, I guess, is as they get older, it's wanting them to reflect on you positively right? while simultaneously letting them be themselves, right? which is really hard to do. Yeah. I feel like that's going to keep totally. getting harder and harder. Yes. You know, <laughs> like, ah. Uh, so, so, so great. So great. That's, that's great. Awesome. <laughs> Good talk. And we'll put this like on the list at the beginning of the show with things we're identifying. Yeah. But have no particular solution for right now. One Bed Mother is supported in part by Seedling. This holiday, turn to Seedling for creative gifts for all the kids on your list. You guys, they have these design-your-own Disney kits, and there are these... um 
tangled hairbrushes <laughs> that I got for my kids for Christmas um, that I'm so excited to give for them. And it's basically like you decorate your own magical hairbrush from Tangled <laughs> so you can be like Rapunzel. And like, I just know my kids are going to be so stoked about that. But there's a ton of great stuff on Seedling. So go explore the newest and best-selling collections for yourself or for awesome gifts at Seedling.com. Just enter the code BADMOTHER for $10 off your purchase of $30 or more. That's Seedling.com, and the code is BADMOTHER. Seedling, growing creative kids. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. I succeeded in getting my kids flu shots. Oh, boom. Yes. And they don't have the mist this yeah, year. No mist. There's no mist. There's no mist. So I'm glad we did that last year and everybody got used to the idea that they could have mist <laughs> because that's no longer available. <laughs> um, and it was really hard and it was two whole separate trips to Kaiser because we were sent to the wrong location and then everywhere was they didn't do peds at that one and so then everyone was closing at that time so we had to even though I'd like pumped everyone up for it and like said we're gonna have brownies (laughs) after blah 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 (laughs) then like we couldn't do it that day so we still had the brownies (laughs) because they were all worked up for the brownies and it wasn't their fault that we couldn't get the flu shots so then the next morning we had to go get flu shots post brownies right which did not make a lot of sense but we still did it, you Good guys. Job. We Good did job. it. Very proud of you. Thank you. Good job. Okay. So two days after the Target uh, experience, mm-hmm. the wording I will use, I had to go do some Christmas shopping mm-hmm. for the kids. I had this kind of panic that this year um, Katie Bell's list mm. uh, involved some things that might be hard to get items. Oh. Uh, which we've never really experienced before. Yeah. So uh, – Stephan and I agreed on the two out of the massive list that we were going to go for, mm-hmm. try and get. So I went back to Target. Okay. This time by myself. Uh-huh. And clearly there had been some sort of massive like mom parenting Target karma of uh-huh. you went through this horrible Target yeah. experience and you did so with grace under pressure. Yeah. Therefore... When you go to the toy aisle, there will only be one of the thing that you're yep. looking for. And there's like a red carpet for and you that's leading be. right to the toy. And there's like a that's halo right. around it. There it is. <laughs> the exact one you wanted. It's the only one. Oh, my God. And then I said, could I possi- Could the other thing possibly be here, too? Yeah. And it was. Whoa. And that's I, crazy. And then, to boot, as I'm walking leisurely around yeah. Target with no one screaming at me, I came upon a lovely sweater. Oh, so it's a sweater I have today that to read that everyone has complimented me on. Yeah, and I it's really cute. And I bought it for myself. And Great it work. was I just felt like I felt like yeah, a, pl- getting the hard to buy item. Yeah, plus nice sweater, plus no one screaming. Yeah, I really just felt like like I, I felt like I <laughs> touched my yeah. unicorn. I think you had. I had. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my genius. I don't know where genius falls in. It's that. genius. It felt it's like a, it felt like a perfect moment. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. 
Hi, this is a genius moment. So I am a working mother of two girls, three years old and 20 months. And what do I get them for Christmas? They're still a little young. They don't really get it. So on Cyber Monday, diapers.com was having a killer sale. I got two giant boxes of Huggies for 14 cents a diaper, which is awesome. And I am going to wrap both of those boxes up and put them under the tree and let my 20-month-old go to town. And guess what? She'll be thrilled with her diapers for Christmas. That's my genius moment for the day. Love you guys. This is like the cutest thing I've ever heard. It's so good. It's so cute. I love it. Because you know what? That kid is going to love ripping that big box sure. up and throwing diapers everywhere. Yeah. That's exactly what 20-month-olds yeah. love These to do. These are my diapers. Hey, my diapers. <laughs> like, you can see how this plays out. I think this is so great. genius. Good job. Good job. Fail yours. <laughs> Fail me, Teresa. Fail. 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 You suck. So I think like I I alluded to this earlier that like I haven't been paying enough attention to my younger child, but like I I haven't been like communicating very well with Oscar. Like I've been like forgetting that like he needs things explained to him Mm. in an explicit way, like where it's not just like derived by context. Like, for example, we were at a friend. We went to a friend's house to decorate cookies for teachers. And like, I just sat him down in front of a big plate of cookies. Right. Like thinking like, okay, now decorate without saying like, we're going to like in advance, like explain. So he just sat down and started eating Eating. them. And then like was really upset that I wouldn't let him eat the whole plate of cookies that I just set in front of him. Like I was like, wow, I really missed a step there. And then, like, the same thing happened with the flu shot where, like, I just wasn't remembering that, like, it's probably been a while since he had a shot and, like, doesn't really remember that they hurt. Yeah. And, like, I did say, like, it's going to hurt for a second, but then it'll be over and it's medicine. Like, I didn't. I didn't think to be like, it's like a pinch or like go into any of that. And so he was all happy to go first and like sat down and then it really hurt. And he was fuzzy the whole rest of the day. And kept asking about the pinch that he (laughs) had and like, why did he get a pinch? And it was a surprise and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, wow. I could have just spent like one minute, maybe even less than one minute, like really making sure. I mean, you can't totally prepare people for physical pain that you don't remember but like I could have like talked to him about it and as other than like in a very Daniel Tiger way you could have prepared him or just said something other than just like well I assume I don't know he's had shots before he'll probably you know why is he so confident about (laughs) sitting down for this fail oh fail so uh, we are embarking on a project of putting both kids in the same room. Uh-huh. It is time. Yeah, Ellis is growing out this of the be so weird good. closet room. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, this is gonna this it's is gonna like be a, a fail way. that's going over. It's yeah. gonna happen. For, so, but it's part it's one be of the good fail, and it's gonna be a fail. But go on. Part one of the fail is. I had to go to Ikea to get a bunch of stuff to make this happen, including the first step is going to be to redo Katie Bell's closet so that both kids have drawers in the closet and space in the closet. Okay. Okay? Now, I have been – I have spent months agonizing over how this closet's going to go because I Uh want to do this twice. I want to do this right the first time. Yeah. So I have gone online. I have written down all the parts that we need so I can go into Ikea and I can just go right through and pull all the parts that we need, the right sizes, the whole nine yards. Yeah. I have a day, Tuesday. Okay. I go in, no kids. Yeah. I get this all done. Yeah. Uh, and as I'm 
about to check out, though, no. I realize they don't have the frames. For, I mean, I've gotten every part of this oh. closet but the frames. Oh. And they don't have, they have two heights of frame. Uh-huh. And they only have the giant frame, not the smaller one. So they're like, oh, you have to go out to the one that's in West Covina. I've right. never been to West Covina. Yeah. Do this whole trip. And I'm like, well, the only other day for me to do this is tomorrow with Ellis. Right? Yeah. So... I get everything home, psyching myself up for the big trip oh, out God. to this other town to go to yeah. this other Ikea with Ellis. And I've, I've got the snacks. I've got the food. It's going so great, guys. We get out there. Ellis is like, woo. Uh, we get in there. I, the guy says, you don't have to pull this. We're going to pull it for you. And oh. I was like, oh, my God. This is like a, the Ikea toddler miracle. Yeah. This is great. Here's my list of the things that I need, right, That I because I'd remade a list that morning of the exact frames that I need and uh-huh. two or three other things. So I'm going to get the other things that I need while they pull it. I pay for everything. Ellis is great. He's like eating snacks and riding on the cart. It's amazing. I notice them start pulling the stuff and I realize I should recheck my list. Yeah. Because one's got the right size and the other frame that I'd written down was the wrong size. Oh. And then I realized I had just sort of given them my like brainstorming list and not the list. So now I've got to go, oh, oh everybody stop. So I've got to go back, get the refund, have them write the right thing oh, no. down. They've got to repull it. It's getting longer. Oh, I've got to go get my car. I've got to, I've just, it was like one of those things where I'm standing there. The fail was I look like the epitome of that parent who doesn't know anything that's happening. I'm like, yeah. oh, while you're at it, could you actually change this other that I don't really need to? And I put the wrong size yeah. down. Have we double checked? It just, it, like, it just turned into this like super stressful, like, I just gave them all the wrong stuff because I wasn't thinking. Well, you weren't prepared to be passing a list. To I wasn't. I was thinking. I was. You would be doing it yourself. Yeah, I would check as I go. Yeah, yeah. And that's then I felt like a total. I was like, I feel like I was just get. I was normally pull it. I would check as I was saying all that. Right. And they were like, it's okay. And I'm like, it's not. No. (laughs) And then Ellis didn't sleep on the way home. Oh no. So I am calling with a bell. Me and my wife and my five-year-old and three-year-old were driving to Grandma's house for Thanksgiving from Salt Lake to Pocatello, about 164 miles or so, and about 155 miles into the trip, I looked back and my five-year-old is just rocking the three-year-old high chair back and forth, or excuse me, uh, car seat back and forth, because it wasn't buckled in the whole way, so... I'm a fat app. I can't help it. All right. We're doing good. <laughs> Have fun. Bye. I like that they're like on the trip. We're yeah. doing good though. Everybody's yeah. okay. But then like the car seat thing. It just wasn't buckled. It, it wasn't, wasn't like all the way. Like installed. it was clearly half. Yeah. yeah like recently. And I thought how easy this was to happen. Because uh, recently, Stefan, we both have car seats in our car. Uh-huh. And I had to do something in which I needed to move Ellis's car seat in yeah. his car. So I unbuckled it. Yeah. But I never had the chance to rebuckle it. And yeah. luckily, I, again, it was like one of those, like, as they were walking out the door, the car seat's not buckled all the way. Yeah. Like, the strap's through, so it looks like it's in. Oh, yeah. And, like, one thing is snapped, but the other thing isn't snapped. But, like, it's so easy. Oh, you move things around. Like, you do a thing yeah. here or there to go to Ikea and load your furniture in. Right. You have to undo all the seats. Right. And then you put them back in. That's or if a- there's other kids sitting back yeah. there. I've had kids... Undo it. Because yeah. if, it's pl- if it's buckled into the regular like yeah. seatbelt thing, it's just one button yeah. to press and Boom. it's unbuckled, unbuckled. And you don't even know that yeah. anybody did that. That's right. Yeah. And that is, that's real, but glad everybody got there. Glad you're glad all that okay. your five-year-old was soothingly rocking your three-year-old <laughs> to sleep. You are the 
mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. Biz, we have a jumbotron. Do, 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 do. This Jumbotron is from GoGoKids.org. Keep kids busy and parents happy with a GoGoKids Busy Book. Handmade in the USA, these soft activity books for toddlers and preschoolers make get-togethers and car rides fun, not frustrating. Busy hands make happy kids. Go and visit GoGoKids.org to order yours. Well, Teresa, no guest today. But when I say that, is that ever really true? No, because we always have the guests that our show can't live without. And that is a mom having a breakdown. Hi, ladies. This is a rant. This is my second rant in like less than a month. I love my new son, but I fucking hate him all at the same time. This child does not nap. He is three months and he does not nap. My daughter slept. Oh well, and this kid just screams and cries, and he wants to be held all the time. And all I want to do is like sit down by myself for five minutes and fucking crap. Like, is it really that difficult, dude? Take a nap, take a fucking nap. And he's horrible at night. He wakes up like three times a night, and I'm breastfeeding and I'm doing the best I can. And all I want to do is give him formula because I'm just so done at being constantly touched. But I, with this stupid shitty expectations on myself that I need to breastfeed him for six months or he'll be dumb. I know that's not true, but I'm tired. I'm so tired of being a mom today. And it's only Tuesday. It's only the beginning of the week, so I'm fucked. Come Saturday, when my husband gets off work, I'm going to fucking scream and run away and go out for milk and never come back. And I feel so <laughs> shitty to say that because we're only three months in. I'm so tired all the time and I know I'm not alone but I don't know how to tell anyone else this and like not feel like a shitty human being I just I just can't do it today you are amazing yeah and I know you may have heard Teresa and I kind of snickering because it, it and it's that's just sn- true it's, it's just true because it's so, it's so true. true and like you just I love you for your truth like yeah. you're just telling us yeah. like there's no there's nothing in between you and the truth right yeah. now like you're just like you are not <laughs> sleeping in a bed of truth is what you're doing and like I just like like my giggles are like a hug like yes. I just feel like if you were right here with us we yes. would just be in a big parent pile we would like giggling as one of us scr- would take turns between giggling and then screaming into the darkness yeah. and then get because like yeah. that it is so important to remember how real that lack of sleep is. Yes. It is real. It's real. It is so real. It fucks you it up. It fucks you really bad. Yeah. And really, really bad. Really bad. And like, there's also this truth of uh, my first did this and having yep. these expectations and. And like, okay, this is what I want you to talk about when okay. I heard this. Okay, right. because like we have these expectations of what we think our baby is supposed to be doing, like in terms of sleeping or in terms of eating, and what we're supposed to be doing. And 
especially if, and these expectations come from everywhere. They come from having a child already. They come from what you see your neighbor's kids doing or friends' kids doing or strange children on the internet, right? Like we, we see other kids and we think that that's what our kid's supposed to be doing. And combined with that, if our child's not doing that, it can't be what my child's going to be like. I can't have the kid who screams all the time mm. and never sleeps. That can't be my kid because it wasn't my first kid. Mm-hmm. And it also wasn't the kid I thought, like, how babies work. Mm-hmm. So this isn't my kid. So the fact that this is happening, it's only going to happen for like a day, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's only going to happen for a couple of days. So I shouldn't ask for anything mm-hmm. because this is not normal. This is not my normal. Right. This is definitely something I'm just going to make it through one more day, one more day, yeah. one more day. I'm wondering if we start accepting what our new normal is, Mm -hmm. if that frees us up to say, I know that with our first kid, I didn't need X, Y, or Z, or I didn't need you, like the people in my life, to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But that's not who this kid is. And this kid may change. But right now, I am going to go under the assumption that we're not going to get any sleep. Yeah. So... We need to change what we do. Yeah. I need to ask for help here. I need. I never took breaks with my first kid. Uh, well, I need to take breaks with this kid. Yeah. Right. Like I. I really. What. What can we allow ourselves to ask for if we admit our worst fears? Right. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like and I, I. So I listen, and I. I just think you're remarkable. Yeah. And I think you're gonna. You're getting really good at this, mm-hmm. and this goes out to all of us who are lacking sleep or personal time or self-care time or whatever is happening is let's change our story. We haven't talked about changing our story in a long time. True. But let's change our story and say, in this story, yeah. I'm going to get some fucking more help up in here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, g- it's not about um, anything being wrong, wrong with your baby no. or wrong with you. Right, exactly. It's just the circumstances, circumstances are, are showing me <laughs> I need help. Yeah. Physically, I need help. Yeah. You're remarkable. You're amazing. You are amazing. You're so cool. You are. Oh, I love you. I know. I do. I like the going out for the milk. That is, some, <laughs> I, that is the truth. <laughs> From the dawn of time. One podcast has unlocked the secrets of science and technology to enrich the lives of billions. And now, after a year where they've unlocked the golden age of knowledge, they're about to hit warp speed and go stratospheric. Wait, hold up. On Ono, Ross, and Carrie, we don't make extraordinary claims. We investigate them. We go undercover with fringe religious groups, investigate paranormal claims, and we participate in pseudoscientific medical treatments and then report our findings to you. And yes, we've even investigated Scientology. Shh, Ross, shh. New episodes every month at MaximumFun.org. Ono, Ross, and Carrie. They show up so you don't have to. Comedy, friendship, and creativity. All of this and more wait for you at Max FunCon. Join us for Max FunCon in Lake Arrowhead next June or Max FunCon East in the Poconos next September. Tickets for both events are on sale now, but they're going fast. Visit MaxFunCon.com to buy your tickets right now. Teresa. Yes. What did we learn today? Well, we've learned that 
most of the things that we're struggling with in life have very little solutions. <laughs> Besides just uh, admitting them, you know, like, sure. I mean, I, I mean that like in all honesty, like I always feel like when I talk out loud about things that I'm struggling with, that just the act of talking yeah. out loud about them oh, brings some clarity to me. Yes. Right. So, uh, so that's something we learned. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's a good learn. Uh, we learned to when you see a child having a massive breakdown at Target or anywhere, you just I mean, all it took was somebody saying, you're doing good. I mean, they're like yelling. Yeah. From well, because they had to be heard over Ellis's screaming. screams. <laughs> right? Because I know that sometimes we were like, well, I don't want to be, a, like, how yeah. do I say something to somebody? Yeah. Right? Without sounding yeah. like a jerk. Just yell. Just yell. <laughs> you're doing great. That's all it took. That was all it took. Um, and we learned, once again, that not having sleep in that first year is a fucking hard time even with all the good times that are mixed in there oh, I mean, yeah. we're not saying that like everybody's first year is a total no, no, no there's so many wonderful things that like that are part of that first year with your new baby whether you got one baby or a million kids in your house it's just also don't we just don't want to discount yeah the sleep and we don't want to discount the like insanity of of your life being different suddenly Yes. So, like, let's all respect the shit out of that. Yep. It's the holidays. So, remember, you can join us on our private or public Facebook boards, uh, as well as on Twitter at One Bad Mothers or at Teresa Thorne or at Biz Ellis and celebrate hiding the hashtag hiding in the bathroom. Um, oh, it's still lots of opportunities to hide <laughs> in the bathroom. And uh, you can always send us a little note via email to onebadmother at maximumfun.org, letting us uh, know your thoughts on the show or suggesting topics or guests. Uh, we always love to hear those things. You can purchase a commercial or personal message on the show. Just visit MaximumFun.org slash donate. You can also, there was some talk about this on the One Bad Mother Facebook group um, today, actually, uh, about how to sign up for our weekly email affirmation. You just go to anywhere that the episode is posted. We have episode notes um, posted there with the episode and there is a little link to sign up for our email list which is literally just one email a week <laughs> telling you in a different way each week what a great job you're doing and giving you a link to the new episode of the show as it comes out. That's right. Everybody you're doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you guys are. I mean, you really, you, you are. You guys are awesome. Yeah, it's unbelievable how amazing you guys all are doing. Teresa, <laughs> I have words. They sometimes come out of my mouth correctly. Sometimes they don't. Teresa, you're doing a great job. Thank you, Biz. So are you. Thank you. We will talk to you guys next week. We've got a special surprise for you guys we next week. A holiday We're pretty surprise. excited about it. <laughs> talk to you next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right.
We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, fussing by, not going down Mama's room. Oh, said Daddy, baby, fussing by, not going down Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.